0: Offer valid on select AK sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole
3: bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The Clearing House of Hot Takes. Break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now.
0: In the air everywhere you have stumbled on. Well, that's not true. Nobody stumbles onto a podcast. You have discovered... And downloaded and are now listening to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Available wherever you get your podcast. The great Danny G Radio hanging out with me all weekend long. And you as we schmooze around here. And we thank you for subscribing and listening. I understand the Omar Vizquel interview from last week did pretty well. People seem to enjoy hearing from the old Cleveland Indians shortstop from back in the day as we continue our mission to get as a big and eclectic group of random baseball players. We've had, as I mentioned, I think it was uh, last Saturday, we had had Tommy John, not the operation, the human being, Lenny Dykstra. We've now had Omar Vizquel, just uh, different generations of, I think we've covered this, uh, Tommy John played in the 60s and the 70s. And then Lenny Dykstra into the eighties and the nineties, and then uh, Omar Vizquel from the nineties through the first decade of the two thousands. The Ots,
3: yeah. yeah. You know what I loved about hearing him too was he on a like a headset microphone booming through the speakers, loud and proud. Yeah. No, He's great. And
0: you you always worry about that, right? Because you're like, oh, man, the only thing we have is audio. We don't have pictures here. You, we got to get good audio, right? And so you don't know. And uh, we've had people on that you've had to crank up and edit and yeah, boom their voice up so you can actually hear them.
3: Nice but- job, Omar, man. Made my post-production job a little easier. Yeah, so. Hopefully, we'll
0: you know, have some other random baseball players on down the line. But on this podcast, we've got Irving Berlin, Bags of Ice, There She Blows, back Scratcher," And if we have time, we'll do Pop Goes the Culture. If not, that will be bumped till tomorrow. It's a lot of content. All right, so uh, this being Saturday, The Life of Maller and Danny G., And I am still in the injury tent, Danny. I have an update. I talked about this on the podcast uh, recently that I uh, stabbed myself with a katana, which is a samurai sword, and I am still recovering from said stab wound. And so I had a mellow weekend. Uh, the The highlight, I, I went to the beach and all that, but I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go in the water. I couldn't put my feet in the water because I can't get sand on the, the, the thing. So it was a pain in the ass. But I did have a power lunch. Now, I don't do power lunches, Danny. I do late-night shows, you know, and, and when you do the overnight show, you don't normally – get up early to go. Even lunch is like, yeah, and I don't eat that much. And I, it's a big thing. So, but I did a power lunch. A, a friend of mine, we, I've talked about him in the past on the show that he works for the Pittsburgh pirates and the pirates who had just played the Dodgers. Not that long ago, a couple of weeks ago, they were right back in the LA area playing the angels. And so my, my friend, Robbie was in town. Uh, Robbie, uh, Inspikowski is his name. He is the, Yinzer's in-game reporter. So if you watch a Pirates game, you live in Pittsburgh or get access to Pirates baseball, he's the guy that does the pregame interview, the in-game, you know, goofy stuff with fans, that kind of
3: stuff. And- he's their version of David Vasse.
0: Uh, yeah, kind of, but you know, TV. Guy. Yeah, but FSA does that on TV too. So, um, yeah. So the Pirates were in town playing the Angels, and I had an Irving Berlin special because uh, the legendary musician before my time, Irving Berlin, by the way, uh, putting on the Ritz. Uh, so I uh, went out to lunch. Pirates had an off day. They flew in after a day game. I think they were playing Cleveland, and they flew in. They had a day off in SoCal. So Robbie's like, well, why don't we you know, go out to lunch? And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Uh, I'll, I'll pick you up from the hotel. Uh, he said, sure, that'd be great. Um, and the Pirates, and I can say it, they're not there anymore. They went back to Pittsburgh or wherever. So, and they actually went to San Diego after they were in Anaheim. But they stayed at the Ritz-Carlton. The Ritz-Carlton in Dana Point, which, yeah. is, which is halfway to San Diego from L.A., Dana Point. And uh, they were you know, doing their thing and all that. And so I went to pick up uh, Robbie at the Ritz Carlton. I'd actually been there one other time, Danny. I snuck into the NFL owners meetings. Yeah. And that was, that was the famous story years ago. And so not great security at the NFL owners meetings about, uh, I don't remember what year that was. It was probably about 15 years ago. But anyway, so back there, uh, just uh, just stunning. And I can confirm, Danny that the Pittsburgh Pirates traveling party is living their best life. Uh and, and and Robbie told me they don't normally stay at that hotel, but it was a family trip. So the they brought the wives, the girlfriends, the kids uh, were able to travel some of them with the team. And so the, the this hotel is beautiful. Just right on the Pacific, the mighty Pacific right behind the hotel, golf courses down there. It's just amazing. And I picked Robbie up. We had a power lunch at a very expensive Mexican restaurant with a bunch of people that looked famous, but I don't know who famous people are, Danny. So there was this one guy in particular who was a little older than us, but he was covered in – he had like an arm tattoos. He looked like a rock and roll guy. And even, even Robbie's like, I think that guy's a – I think I recognize him, but I'm not sure who he is either. So we're not sure who it is, but we – and this guy, he just kind of oozed that Arrogant, confident,
3: music success—probably like a famous guitarist from an '80s rock band.
0: Yeah, like he had his kids there, and they were hanging out, and uh, his trophy girlfriend was was with him, doing their thing, and all that. So, but it was it was great to see Robbie. It was uh, very nice. I'm glad he reached out to me. He's a fan of the show. I actually met Robbie through this show. And we were trading war stories, which, uh, you know, we I love that data. I, I can't get enough of that. I, every once in a while, I get one of these things. And I love hearing the stories. And I like to share some of the stories I've had in in my career in the business. And Robbie has worked all over the place. He worked for the Phoenix Coyotes. They were then, I think, the Arizona Coyotes back in the day. And he also has done stuff in Minnesota with the Twins and the Timberwolves. And uh, now, for many years, he's been with the Pittsburgh Pirates. And so, life in that television world. And uh, he also is interested in getting a radio. He's actually done some stuff. I talked about this as well. But, Robbie, we talked about the radio business. And he wants to do a talk radio show. And he he likes the way that I do the show. So, we were talking about that and different different techniques that we do. A lot of it's preparing. That's mostly what it is. Preparation is the the key. So, that was my my power lunch which was kind of cool it was kind of cool and it was fun and
3: so it's it's it's, how much were your uh enchiladas yeah they were they were price i just got the taquitos
0: because i'm a child so (laughs) I, i i ordered the taquitos off the appetizer menu but yeah the actual real meals at this mexican restaurant which was literally on the Pacific ocean. Like you look out, you see the waves of the ocean, uh, insanely expensive. So, and I just drank water. So yeah, <laughs> I did not have anything.
3: you know, I've been to that spot a couple of times right there in Dana point. It's always for a major event, like my girl's birthday, obviously, because the night there at the Ritz is expensive as you can imagine. Last year for her birthday, I saved up a little bit of money booked a night there i lucked out big time so we're celebrating her birthday uh we turn the lights out go to bed after some you know bible study and (laughs) um we get woken up the people in the room next to us are having a full-on karaoke party i thought you were gonna say something else i thought (laughs) Say <laughs> full-on orgy, uh, but uh, I did not have karaoke on my bingo card for that, but okay. Oh, man, Ben, they were singing, like, I heard a Dire Straits song, Money for Nothing and Your Chicks for Free, and this guy was screaming this song at the top of his lungs. So my girl calls the front desk. They're not used to things like this at the Ritz, so they are falling all over themselves, apologizing. They're like, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. This party went on for a good hour. Okay. It sounded like a great party, too. We kind of wished we were there. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. (laughs) But by the time it was all said and done, they wound up apologizing by putting a whole bunch of points onto our card. Oh, nice. Enough to where we used those points for our honeymoon when we got married in Maui. Oh, that's sweet. So yeah, so that, well, that exact Dana Point hotel you're talking about is the reason I'm married right now. Screw them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's nice. Outstanding. You know,
0: I mean, I, I love them. You you actually triggered a thought in my head here from hotel experiences, and and then combining with the rock and roll guy. Remember the video? I think we talked about it on the show. Of it was a very famous. Musician, I don't know if it was Eddie Van Halen or David Lee Roth, one of those type of guys that was walking in a in a hotel. And it was in I think it was in Vegas. And they heard
3: it was they're filming a reality show. Oh, that was David Lee Roth.
0: David Lee Roth. Okay. So you know what I'm, do you remember that where they, they yes. were, they were playing the one of his songs and yeah. so they, like thought it would be kind of cool to knock on the door and the person that answered the door had no fucking idea who he was, you know, it was just
3: an embarrassing, just, awkward moment,
0: but wonderful at the same time, yes. but, but, but wonderful at the same time, uh, just, just so good. Uh, and I don't know how long ago that was, but I, I just Google it. Just
3: David. Yeah, Lee Roth. No good memory by you. That was David Lee Roth, the original lead singer to Van Halen. There you go. And, uh, he probably needed bags of ice when he got done, right? He just needed the bags. of ice right there. It's a, for his knees, probably. Cause the way he used to bounce up and down all over the concert stage, famous for his uh, showmanship.
1: Or download the app today.
3: I have some dark circles around my eyes. I I normally wear sunglasses a lot because when I take them off, I resemble a raccoon uh, because <laughs> of my sleeping pattern yeah. or my lack of sleeping pattern. Uh, uh. But I'm going to look extra horrible on this Saturday because last night, thousands of people in my neighborhood lost their power Uh-oh. at 1230 p.m., we woke up because the AC shut off, all the power shut off, and it's that feeling of, uh-oh, is this just our place? So what do you do? You have to walk outside, right? Yeah, yeah. The first move. So I walk out, and I see my neighbors all doing the same thing, too, doing that neighborhood check, like, oh, shit, is this our power box Yeah, yeah. Is everybody. So I'm out there. I see everybody walking around in their PJs. It's the whole neighborhood. Everybody's dark. And it was still 92 degrees outside. We've had a heat wave here in Southern California. And when it's 92 and your AC cuts off, your place turns into an uh, – what were those little ovens when we were kids? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of them. But, yeah, a little small. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. turns yeah. into one of those easy-bake yeah. easy bake ovens. Bake. There you go. Yeah, so – Told my wifey, I'm like, well, I'm gonna have to open the the slider here because even though it's hot outside, we need some sort of air circulating. And where do you stand on this? She told me that I was letting all the cool air escape. <laughs> well, had it already gotten hot, or was it still kind of cool? If it was still kind of
0: cool, I got side with the. Uh, was you was the uh, your your bride there? Was she also like? Was she hot also? Because. Like, I, like, women seem to not get as, like, I'm always warm, too. Like, I always feel like it's too hot. But I think women
3: generally, take takes them a little while before they get to that point. And normally with her, you are correct. But because she's got a little oven baking of her own. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she needs to have a fan on her right now at all times. I, I was just trying to think ahead. I'm like, well, let me at least get a little bit of air circulating in here. But she disagreed to the point where she got up Grabbed her pillows and walked downstairs. Bye Felicia. Oh, she she it, it, so upset with you. She left. Oh boy, man, I'm like I'm not gonna be able to sleep and wake up for the podcast. What the hell am I gonna do? How am I gonna go back to sleep? I'm thinking hopefully this is just like a 20 minute thing, 30 minutes. the The power will come back on in a half hour, and AC will pop back on. Nope. Go to the freezer. Grab some Ziploc bags, and here's my move. I'm like, well, let me throw an ice in three Ziploc bags. And then I wandered back upstairs, and I strategically placed one on the top of my head, one on my chest, and then, like, one on my, like, towards my knees. So let me see if I can fall asleep. Yeah. It wound up working, not right away. I do fall asleep, but then... I woke up, Ben, in a frozen state because I wake up like an hour later, and the bag of ice—I uh, guess you know—from the ice melting, it's yeah. it slid down, and I woke up with frozen balls. Oh,
0: oh no! <laughs> Icy nuts, uh, uh, ice
3: no. ice baby. Yeah, um, yeah. So, oh boy. Oh, boy. Now I'm like, what the, man, I'm still.
0: But you didn't, you didn't wake up initially when that happened, right? That didn't, wake you.
3: it had been there for a little while before you realized the problem is that. Defrost a little bit TMI. Oh boy. But it's that situation where you have the neck sweat. And I don't know about you, but I can't sleep when you get that. It's the worst feeling ever. Yeah, it's it's bad, and, and I deal with
0: that. This time of the year is the worst time to do the overnight show because even when I have air conditioning, it's so hot, it doesn't. By middle of the day, and I'm no, I normally sleep, you know, I get up at like two o'clock, so I'm sleeping from like the middle. The hot, it's really hot. It's not the hottest part of the day, but it starts getting really toasty around noon, and then it keeps getting hotter and hotter as the afternoon goes on. And as you know from doing the overnight shift, and even though I have blackout curtains and an air conditioner and all that stuff. It's still, once it gets to a certain point of heat, I get up. I, I can't stay in bed because I get too hot. I'm like, I got to get out of here because
3: I, 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 of the sweat. You and said turned. blackout. That's what it turned out to be because the power did not cut back on until 3.30 a.m. Well, I dealt with a Wi-Fi situation. In fact,
0: I had to go in an extra night to the mothership. Because I woke up to get ready for the show, and I I go on the Internet. and everyone, that's what we do. they live on the Internet. So I'm going on there, going through different websites, and the Wi-Fi is down. So, my gosh, oh, crap, you know. Everything's tied to the Wi-Fi. That's a sobering thought that the Wi-Fi is not working. And so I go on this app. And they say, "Well, the Wi-Fi is going to be down for a few hours, but don't worry, it'll be back. Estimated time of return of Wi-Fi: five o'clock." So I'm like, "You know what? I'll use my hotspot on my phone. I'll be fine. And you know, I'll, I'll, you know, use that and I'll use my brain." Okay, fine. So I've used the hotspot. It works okay. It's not that bad. It's fine. And then at five o'clock, I go to use the Wi-Fi. I turn the Wi-Fi on. And uh, nothing, you know, not uh, not working. So I'm like, oh man. So I go back to the app. I go on the app. The app's like, uh, well, uh, nine o'clock. Well, nine o'clock's kind of cutting in close, right? Because nine o'clock is a couple hours before showtime, and you know, Wi Fi is tied into the broadcast equipment that I use to do the show. And so if I don't have the Wi Fi, I can't do the show from the home studio. So it's all tied together. So I'm like, all right, I'll, but I'll wait. I'll wait till 9 o'clock. Maybe it'll be back. So we get to 9 o'clock. They send a message out. We are still efforting to try to get your service back sometime overnight. We'll get it back. And I'm like, oh, boy. So I took off. I skid down. Uh, I skid
3: down. Might as well have been titled, screw you, Bill Miller. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a total shit show. Total uh,
0: total poop fest there. And uh, so, so dependent on this although there are some guys i will not name the guilty but i have heard there are some uh, some of the people that work at our our company there are certain apps that you can now get on your phone where you can broadcast from your phone as a backup i got to get one of these and i'm going to talk i know one of the people that has them cuz iowa sam told me about it so mm-hmm. i'm going to i'm going to try to get one of these apps danny as a backup mm-hmm. just in case that happens again cuz i'm very paranoid that that's going to happen, and yeah. so I, I want to make sure I have that just in case, and it's not that
3: expensive. And Certain 49ers fan in the Bay Area who has that. Is that right? Is that right? Interesting, yeah. Uh, so I want to
0: get my hands hands on that. So maybe, Well, maybe you know what it is. I mean, you, can, you, can, you can text me. I, Iowa Sam gave me the name. He said there's two different things. One of them kind of doesn't sound that good. The other one does, so I, I want the one that sounds better. That's what I obviously I want the one that sounds
3: better because it's all no, about it's not a bad backup plan. Yeah. Is, is it hard to set up, though? Is it a pain to set up? I don't know. I, I do know that a couple of the times he used it, it didn't sound amazing. It 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 passed. It was just passable, but it didn't sound like it should. So the high standards you have with your live radio show, I don't know if it would cut it. All right. Well, this is what's known as inside radio, Danny. What we're doing right now is inside radio. Oh, but our listeners love uh, when we pull the curtains back. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so there's an app you can get on your phone, which is used by broadcasters in television and radio. It's a remote app, and you can download that, and then there's a way you can use, I guess you hook up a microphone to it. Is that right? I think yeah, that's right. part, of the, part of the deal, and then and how how expensive is that? I, I don't know.
3: That I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously it works off of Bluetooth because there's no way to plug anything into iPhones anymore these days. I know there's only that one that one connect. And then and what happened? when they remember when they first took the the headphone jack away from our iPhone, we were freaked out, like, holy shit, what are we gonna do without the headphone jack? Yeah, it was not a pleasant situation. It's been okay. Everything's been fine. We've adapted to the alien technology. Non-human biologics. Yes, uh, exactly, exactly. What's up? I'm John Wall.
4: And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, king of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it all?
0: I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because ain't it?
4: <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace.
0: We uh, have uh, There She Blows. Uh, so we have an update, Danny. This is a podcast exclusive. Nobody else has this content. Uh, and here it is. Now, if you've listened over the last couple of months, you know that I've mentioned both on the regular overnight show, which is on all night long, and this podcast, which is on all weekend long, that the obsession I have with our overnight security officer. I've sent you the photos. Some of the photos, Danny, you've seen the photos. Oh
3: well, yeah, the snorer.
0: Yeah, so this guy has been sawing logs when I've wandered through the courtyard at the iHeart slash Premier Networks building in beautiful Sherman Oaks, California, just down the hill from Bel Air. So earlier this week, I showed up my regular time. Actually after, I went to a Dodger-Blue Jay game, and I showed up there afterwards. And my friend James, who used to be the overnight security guard, I love James, wonderful guy, Um would give you the shirt off his back, like that kind of guy. And he works his ass off, gets paid shit money, but has the greatest attitude. I love the guy. And so we've known each other for years because he's been at the building for a long time, and he works the earlier shift. He works the swing shift, not the overnight shift. And this is the guy that wrote children's books. He's like cartoon children's books, uh, writes the doodles for children's books. So I, you know, he saw me, we caught up, we were catching up on things. He told me that some very wealthy woman who does uh, some of the workout, there's a gym at the, the building. And and he said he he met the woman and she uh, they started talking in, uh, I guess she lives up in the hills there where all the rich people live. And one thing led to another. And then she, uh, she said she wanted him to write a, book for her daughter and some of the, like, family friends, like cousins, family friends, things like that. So he says, sure, no problem. So he's telling me the whole story. He's offered to write this children's book. The rate was $400 for, he figured in his head, 10 pages, like a small little book, 10 pages. Okay. He then tells me that this woman kept calling him and saying, well, I'd like a page for this person and that person. He said as of a couple of days ago, he was at 40 pages, (laughs) which is a lot of work for $400 if you're uh, doodling cartoons. And I said, well, why don't you just tell her you need more money? He says, no. He said, I gave her my word. And my word is my bond. you're know, that whole rap. And I was like, well, that's that's kind of cool, but I'd ask for more money. Yeah, she's obviously got the she's got the dough. But anyway, the conversation pivoted. And it pivoted to there she blows. So is it true that our favorite beached whale, overnight security guard, sawing logs in the middle of the night, has been given the pink slip. Is it also true that I had nothing to do with said security guard being excommunicated from the overnight shift?
3: No, that part can't be true.
0: Well, I I thought, Danny, that he was just on vacation or had some time off. But according to the streets, I I did not, of course, hear this from James because James would never talk about company policy. But the streets are talking (laughs) and they claim that this cat was caught multiple times shockingly snoozing on the job and one of my security uh one of my security uh, friends there a, a different person told me that there are hidden cameras all over the building and they had videos of this guy sleeping for for hours <laughs> this, this guy was sleeping so then they called them on it And then he tried to challenge the people above him to like a a fight. He got into a verbal altercation, which could have turned physical. Um, And they they said, well, we've got all the evidence. We know we were paying you and you were sleeping on the job. And then I heard from somebody else that there are ways you can do it. There's a certain area of the building. There are no cameras. But this guy, I guess, was not sharp enough to figure it out. So it only took six months, Danny. Six months. And uh, they finally figured out that this guy was not the guy. So he was given the coal miners holiday there.
3: <laughs> Do you have any good stories about radio jocks falling asleep during the graveyard shift? Uh,
0: well, we have had. I will, of course, uh, protect the names of the guilty. But we did famously have. I was doing the weekend overnight show. And one of the update guys that was only there on the weekends, who's gone on and become a pretty successful um, blogger. In that, in that domain, uh, this guy fell asleep at the top-of-the-hour news update, and we, we played the music. The board up played the music. Uh, he's supposed to start talking. Silence. I happened to be standing in the room at the old studio. I looked over, and I don't think you were the one, Dan. I don't think it was, this is was before
3: you. That was before my time. That
0: was before your time. So I look over, and – He's on the mic with his headphones on, and the mic is on, and he's sleeping. <laughs> so we we then I, I I go in I walk it's a short walk I go in there and I kind of like I hit the table. He wakes up and immediately starts talking, like he's on. The,
3: like he, I realized what I, I don't know what happened, he just like snapped into it. It was, it was crazy. Was it a train wreck? Like, because how do you time that out? when you don't even know where you're at in the update.
0: It was not Marconi award winning. Uh, It would not be something you'd put on a, on a sizzle reel. Uh, You would not, you would not use that at all. Uh, But he, I give him credit. He nuzzled up against the microphone and he attempted to complete the mission. But yeah, that was, that was nuts that you just like literally fall asleep right there. We've had, well, there's one former NFL coach that I will not name either. Um, because we may have him on the podcast at some point, but he also fell asleep. Brian Billick. Well, only when he talks, we uh, we fall asleep. I think that's that's how that works, Danny. But yeah, so that was the uh, the fun the sleep story. Uh, we have a little time. I think we'll push back. Pop goes the culture, but we should get to back scratcher because we did not have any last week. Very embarrassing. Very
3: embarrassing. So this is where you Not scratch- embarrassing. There's podcasts that don't get any ever at all. I know. I know. We we just, yeah, we're kind of spoiled a little bit.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we, all we want a couple of week, one, you know, one, two, three, four, couple a couple of weeks, you know, that's a handful. So you scratch our back, we'll scratch your back. And so it's a weekly reminder that the corporate powers that be love to read reviews. They, they look at the Apple podcast page and say, well, how many reviews and are they positive? Are they negative and all that? And it goes a long way to keep the podcast going. That, of course, and advertisers keep the podcast going. So, So that's the backdrop on this. So this week, Danny, and it is all in the description, how you can be part of the Apple podcast page and help us out. But this week, did we get zero, one, or
3: two? Hmm, Let's say we got two.
0: Two, you're being optimistic here. Two reviews. Okay, the uh, answer is, survey says, two. You got it right. The peace sign. You got it right there. Good job. Uh, So thanks to Bill's uh, Mafia. He wrote in, says, love the show. Listen every week. Keep up the great work. Thank you for that. And Sarah wrote in from Columbus, Ohio, the capital of the Buckeye State, and said, uh, best podcast out there, Danny, from Sarah in Columbus. So
3: nice. She's got good taste.
0: Wrong. Yeah. So cool. Both these nice, short brevity is the key. And so we thank you for listening. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Bill's Mafia. I appreciate that. And if you would like to have us read your comment on the air on a future podcast, you can certainly be part of this. And it's all available in the description box. On this podcast, you've laid it all out, Danny. It's very simple. You Mm -hmm. can follow along and have a fine time.
3: Or bad taste, but she's a good person. So thank you to Sarah. And then what was the gentleman's name?
0: Uh, He just he did not give his name. He said Bill's Mafia. That was his handle on there,
3: Bill's Mafia. I wonder if the Bills are going to be able to sign Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I, I would love to see him run the ball there in Buffalo.
0: Well, not the Patriots or the Dolphins. They wouldn't want to see that probably, or the Jets, but uh, yeah. We'll get out on that. We will have Pop Goes the Culture and the Mailbag. That will be on the Sunday podcast. That will be tomorrow, unless you're listening to this on Sunday, and then that will be yesterday, or or I guess that day. I don't know. See, people, we think everyone just listens the day the podcast comes out, but uh, not necessarily true, right? People listen whenever they want to listen. That's the great thing about a podcast. You listen whenever you want. So anyway, uh, Saturday, Danny. Anything going on? I'll be hanging out with some some family later today. That's the plan, anyway. Tentative plans. We'll see if that actually happens. What do you have going on?
3: Actually, have movie tickets and praying that the water doesn't break as we're eating popcorn watching Oppenheimer. Oh man, that's a long movie, Danny. That's it is. It is.
0: That's a three
3: hour tour. Yep. Okay. Yeah, come on. Break that water, Oppenheimer. A nuke goes off and a, and a placenta goes off.
0: That would make for a good story, though. It's all about the story, today. like You were born. You started uh, coming out of the womb there, and we were eating buttered popcorn and M&Ms and peanut butter cups, and it was at the hour and 10-minute mark of the three-hour move. Yeah! All right, we'll get out. Thank you uh, for listening and downloading, and we will catch you next time.